Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speak with Mr. Frank Vernuccio. Frank is on the telephone. Frank, um, we've got a lot of things to cover. But let's first of all take this first segment here, Frank, and talk about... Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm working on it, my friend. Um, let's, let, let's, let, let, let's talk about the agenda uh, for the new Congress and everybody that got elected during the midterms. Tell me about the agenda, Frank. Tell me about the agenda. I've got you. I've got you. Keep talking, my friend. I'm working on it. Don't worry about it. Keep going. The world election of November 2014 uh, certainly put a different spin on the look of the legislative branch of Congress and the of the American government. Um, with the Republicans taking the majority in the Senate, that means they're starting to control the legislative branch. Now, the election, of, um, re-election really, of Speaker Boyer um, indicates that there might be some dichotomy between the conservatives and if the American people, when they really went into a world election and then made a change in the Senate, the American people are expecting some fairly substantial changes in the way the American government is being run. Uh, you look at areas such as national defense, economy, our economy, taxes, and over-regulation. And the results of the 2014 election really had a solid statement about those things. Now, in the past, Speaker Boyer, who was opposed by uh, Representative Gomer, uh, Lee Gomer, um, really did not fight President Obama very hard for the simple reason that it didn't really matter what the House did. The Senate was always going to override and not allow legislation to get to the President's desk. With the Republican majority now in the United States Senate, the legislative branch, particularly the Republican majority, has a solid opportunity to make some of the changes necessary in those areas that really sent Americans to the polls in November to make such a significant change. If we look back over the past six years of the Obama administration, we see some what can only be called radical changes in American foreign and economic policy. Let's look at defense. Um, in 2008, before the election of President Obama, clearly the United States was considered the sole superpower on the planet. American military might was undisputably the most important in the world by a long measure. After both a combination of budget cuts to our defense program, layoffs of some of our most experienced military personnel, and a pretty much change in tactics where under President Obama, the United States was, quote, moving from behind, unquote, um, the United States is no longer considered as formidable military power as it had been just six years ago. The Republican Congress is expected that they're going to comply with the wishes of their uh, electorate to really make a change in that. They're not going to concede to the types of defense cuts that we've seen in the past, not only by the way to weapons programs, but 
but in terms of benefits and pay to military personnel. So we'll be watching to see whether the Republican Congress is confrontational with the president, as the electorate expects them to do. Frank Benuccio with us today, coast to coast and border to border on the Starcom Radio Network, also iHeartRadio. Now, this uh, this agenda, who is primarily going to be shaping this agenda for the uh, for the new Congress and, and everybody that got elected during the midterms? Well, James, you're asking a, a really important question. Now, the, uh, the debate in Congress is going to be not so much Democrats versus Republicans. We know where the Democrats stand for the most part. Uh, but within the Republicans, the more conservative elements or the Tea Party elements of the Republican Party are going to be pushing for uh, you know, more tax cuts, less government regulation, and uh, that's where we're going to might see some battle lines because they're going to expect a much more confrontational approach with the White House than we see from Speaker Bailey in the past. Now, again, we have to go back to the discussion whether Bailey is not, contra- was not confrontational in the past because he simply felt he wasn't going to go into place with, a, with Democrat control of the Senate. Bailey is going to be pushed very, very hard uh, to see whether he'll comply with the wishes of the more conservative members of the Republican Party, or whether he'll continue to be more uh, compromising with the White House than I, I think the Republican electorate wants him to be. Frank Venuccio with us today. Now, with, um, with, with Speaker Boehner and with the uh, recent election of, uh, of, of him back to um, House Speaker, what did you think of Lee Gohmert and uh, some of the folks that were running against him? And, and I even read a report somewhere that Colin Powell got a vote for House Speaker. Um, this, this is, uh, a, are they going to be able to pull it together, my friend? Well, I think they will. I, I don't think that uh, Lee Gomer or anybody else really thought they had a reasonable chance of knocking off Bader from the speaker's position, although he was the most substantial attack on a sitting speaker since the Civil War, so it was somewhat substantial. But I think the entire purpose of, of those attacks um, was a warning shot across the bow that the conservative Republicans are not going to sit still for business as usual. They believe, and I think correctly so, that the United States is in a state of absolute crisis, both economically and militarily, and that uh, they believe radical change really has to come about. Radical change being ready to counter the change that President Obama brought in back in uh, 2009. We've got Frank Venuccio with us today, coast to coast and motor to motor on the Starcom Radio Network. We're going to take a brief timeout, probably about two minutes, and when we come back, we're going to chat a little bit more with Frank. We're going to talk about the Paris attacks, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about what, what's been going on in the news. Frank Venuccio is with us. Uh, we're going to be back after this here on the World Famous Cheeky Check Radio Show. Back here in a few moments with Frank Venuccio. You prepared for the worst. If your death came prematurely, your life insurance benefit would protect your family. You have enough so they can stay in their home, finish college, and not be brought down by expenses. They are secure. But what happens if you become seriously ill or suffer a long-term medical event? Your income won't be there, but additional bills will pile up, life insurance will be of no help, and medical insurance doesn't provide money to ensure your family's quality of life. 
you and your family could lose it all at the worst possible time. Instead of providing for your family's needs as you planned, you could become a financial burden on them. This is not what you wanted. You need to add living benefits to your plan. Living benefits provide for expenses should you face a lengthy illness or medical crisis. You and your family won't have to worry about your financial state. Call 1-800-645-0501 for a free quote on living benefit life insurance to protect you and your family. Radio Network, 20 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Frank Fernuccio with us today. And um, Frank, there is, a, uh, there is a heck of a lot of things going on with this Paris attack. Let's take this segment here and cover this. Um, yesterday, it was it was splashed across the news. Um, we've been talking to people um, all over the place on this radio program about this. Um, what are some news and some information that you have on this, my friend? Important to realize that this this is not a case of first impression. While the attacks in Paris were certainly quite spectacular, the reality of it is this is a trend that's been going on throughout Europe. You remember, of course, uh, the attacks in Denmark and other places against publicists and cartoon editors and authors who have written anything that can be seen even remotely as anti-Islamic. And it's not actually anti-Islamic per se, it's treating Islam with the same satire and with the same objectivity that uh, other religions have been treated. The magazine in Paris in particular um, has been critical and had written cartoons and other articles uh, satirizing Catholicism, Judaism, and other religions. So it wasn't picking on Islam per se, it was just treated similarly to, uh, to other religions. And it has to be seen as part of an ongoing trend of a fight against free speech worldwide. We have to link this in many ways to what North Korea did to Sony Pictures, uh, where they hawked Sony for the audacity, as they saw it, of uh, Sony putting out a movie that was somewhat satirical of uh, Korea's leader Kim Jong-un. So we see this as, as a growing trend um, against free speech in the U.S., and it looks as though it's a trend that unfortunately is getting stronger. And again, it can't be seen in isolation. It has to be seen as part of an overall trend. We've got Frank Venuccio with us today, coast to coast and moon to moon on the Starcom Radio Network and also iHeartRadio. Um, Frank, there was a lot of outrage yesterday from members of the media. Um, this morning, uh, Glenn Beck responded to this on his radio program and made some comment about the fact that uh, we shouldn't be offending religions, but the, the, um, the, the, the cartoonists uh, should be allowed to do what use artistic expression. Um, I'm hearing this a lot from folks. Why is it that folks want it both ways? I'm sorry, James, can you repeat that? I, I said, why, why is it that people want this both ways? They, 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 they want the cartoons to be able to do what they, what they want and express artistic freedom, but at the same time, uh, they don't want religions offended. Uh, we can't have it both ways, can we, Frank? James, you're absolutely right. You can't have it both ways. And again, it's not as though the Parisian publication was in any way picking on any one religion in particular. I think there's a general attitude on the part of the American public that religion should be treated with some respect. But the reality of it is that who's going to be the arbiter of that? Uh, we simply can't say that we some objective person is going to say 
what's offensive and what's not offensive. We have to basically allow artistic license and allow the you know, different voices to say what they like to say. But ironically, if the same type of cartoon and the same type of satirical article is published about Christianity or Judaism or Buddhism or Shintoism or the Hindu religion, there would be no real outcry. If these outcries only seem to cover the wake of, of uh, publications or broadcasts that say something potentially seen as negative, about the Islamic religion. And that's a real double standard that really shouldn't be tolerated. We've got Frank Felucio with us today. Now, um, uh, we, we've, we've had various people on this program that have said that uh, we shouldn't buckle to these folks and, and we shouldn't uh, let basically the Islamists uh, run the show. Um, what, 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 do you, what do you think is going to happen? Are, are we going to just count out of these guys, kind of like we did North Korea with the, with the movie? Uh, oh, well, we, we offended them. Let's make the movie. Well, we offended the Islamists, so let's make the cartoon. Um, is this this gonna, is this like a new version of terrorism, my friend? It is certainly, James, a new version of terrorism. There's no doubt about that at all. And I, I think that if, in fact, we even give substantial credence, substantial uh, publicity to these terrorists and their grievances, then we are pretty much defying our own concept of freedom of speech. And again, we have to look at how badly the First Amendment has been treated over the past 12 to 14 months. We saw legislation in the United States Senate in which a, a bid to limit the First Amendment was introduced by Senator Charles Schumer of New York uh, so that the First Amendment could limit campaign, could not apply to campaign speech, which is possibly the most important of all. Um, we have seen an attempt by the Federal Communications Commission to place monitors in newsrooms. So we see this ongoing and fairly comprehensive attack against the First Amendment, against the entire Western concept of freedom of speech. And unless enough people uh, really start rising to recognize this danger, this, this ongoing challenge, I think free speech is in real trouble, perhaps more so than it really ever been the We've got Frank Venusia with us today. Frank, I know that you've got to go. I appreciate you making a lot of time for us today. Uh, before we let you go, tell me about some of the different stories you're covering over there at the, the radio program and everything else that you're uh, involved with and all the writings and everything. Well, thanks, James, at usagovpolicy.com. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at the ongoing spending bills in Congress. That's where we're going to see the new emphasis of this new Congress and see how that works with the president. We're also going to be taking a look at whether now that there's a, a, a solid Republican majority in the uh, legislative branch, whether the president's rather... Um, substantial use of executive action is going to be curtailed. And those are two of the top stories that we're going to be looking at in the near future. Well, Frank, I appreciate it, and we will talk to you next Tuesday, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful week. We'll talk next week. Thank you, James. Thank you so much. Thank you much. Frank Venuccio with us today. We're going to take a time out, and uh, when we come back, we'll wrap things up here on the Thursday edition of the World Famous. Chicken Chicken, I'll show back here in a few moments. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.